This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Another hour, another bombshell. This is a tipping point. Trump's going down. This president could be impeached. I do not think the president will serve out his term. Resignation. Resignation. I don't think this president is going to serve out his term. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. He will not serve out his term. No way. So we've had fun playing that over the past couple of years because every time something would happen with Trump, that's how a lot of the national news outlets would react. This is it. This is for real. This is the time. This is a bombshell, what you are about to hear regarding Trump. Uh, and I wanted to highlight that because I heard a new one over the weekend, Hannah. Like it was a different take. It's saying the same thing, but just a different take. The gold-plated walls around former President <laughs> Trump appear to be closing in on him. First, former Trump attorney Sidney. Uh, just gave it a little extra pizzazz. Yeah. A little something-something. He's reading the same talking points. That all the national news networks get, because they have a meeting like 4 o'clock every morning. <laughs> and they say, okay, what's what's the verbiage we're going to use today? And then that's what they uh, do. They all read. Isn't that right, Housworth? You're part of that meeting. and No, <laughs> I, I definitely am not involved in the meeting. But, it, it, you know, one thing's for sure. If you watch ABC, CBS, NBC, their nightly news are very similar. They're very Now, there, there, are, there are a few differences. But generally speaking, very, very similar, and especially how they cover the White House. And by the way, we do want to get to that. We have a fan. We're calling a family meeting here. Hannah has called a family mm-hmm. meeting. And if you listen to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, then you are a part of the uh, family. We want to get to that. But I will say, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because now we had another attorney. So you had two last week, Sidney Powell, probably the, the one with the name, most name recognition. This in the election subversion case in Georgia. She pled guilty. She's getting, I think, some probation. She's also going to uh, she's going to have to testify. She has to uh, write an apology letter. Has to say, I'm sorry. Uh, then Chesbro, uh, another attorney on the Trump team. Uh, so, and I always want to say cheese, bro. I know. That's okay. why I was giggling. <laughs> All Stephanie right. gave you a hard fact check in the commercial break. Well, we had to look it up we last to, week. Yeah, we looked it up last week because we wanted to be sure because we'd keep saying, Kenneth, cheese, bro. And so we had to look it up. <laughs> it is Chesbro. Um <laughs> He pled guilty on Friday. He, too, is going to be testifying. Now, his attorney on CNN over the weekend saying, yeah, but he pled guilty to this. He says there was no conspiracy. There's nothing to worry about, even if he does have to testify. Uh, so I, I'm I'm wondering if it will help Trump polling for what it's worth. Some quick poll numbers. Brand new this morning. As a matter of fact, within the past hour, USA Today Suffolk polling. Trump and Biden tied. Uh, Trump and Biden, and then you start to add in other names like Kennedy, the polling, for what it's worth. That would help Biden a little bit last week. Uh, some uh, polling from Harvard Harris, Trump beating Biden. Polling from Emerson, Trump beating Biden. Another polling from Harvard Harris, you had Kennedy into the thick, uh, Trump still beating Biden in all of this stuff. And to me, if that holds true, this is really good news because say what you want about all the stuff, the mean tweets, blah, blah, blah. It's the economy, stupid, and it is the safety of our country. This is the Border Patrol saying over the weekend, hey, we're like issuing a warning like the border because we know what comes through that secure border and all that stuff. But now with what's happening with Hamas and what's happening in Israel, they're like, you know, we don't know who is coming through that border 
so this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, I think that poll is very interesting, and 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 certainly former President Trump's going to be a, a formidable candidate. I don't know, and I've looked at those. I uh, obviously I think that's a it's a, uh, a hypothetical head-to-head matchup. Mm-hmm. The electoral college, though, is still still the key, and I don't know. I, I don't think it went state by state. I think it's more of a national poll, but it's still huge. And how big is the pendulum on the swing states anymore? Welcome yeah. into the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There is Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Uh, Mr. John Marsh is here. Yes, sir. All right, Brian Houseworth. Good morning. There's producer Hannah. Hello. My name is Brandon Rathard. Been doing this for 30-plus years. Matter of fact, in 1994, I was working in southern Illinois. Uh, working for a company called Withers Broadcasting Company, small local company, and we had some radio stations. And then there was another group of radio stations across the street, and it was Zimmer Broadcasting. And ever since I started working for Withers Broadcasting in January of 1994, from day one when I worked for Withers Broadcasting, I wanted to work for Zimmer Broadcasting across the street because <laughs> that's how good they were. As a matter of fact, one time I even had an interview with Zimmer. Uh, could not have been more excited. This was 1999. Wow. Uh, we have a, a guy on our country station, on one of our country stations. We have a great collection of folks in the country industry here uh, with uh, Hilly and Hart and then uh, Liz and Scotty. And Scotty, uh, he'd been here for over 20 years in mid-Missouri. He was program director at this radio station in Marion Carbondale, Illinois, where I had an interview. We've tried to do the timeline. We don't know if he was the guy that stood me up that day on an interview. <laughs> Uncle Scotty. Uncle Scotty. I had an interview scheduled for one fifteen, something like that, waited for an hour, and finally walked out of the place, and I was sad because I thought, man, this is my big moment in time with the Zimmer Radio Group. So you can imagine my excitement when in 2015, I thought they have an opening for a talk show, a talk show in mid-Missouri. And it was time for me to come home. I'd gone and played in Idaho, was fortunate enough to live on the beaches in Florida. And now this was a sign from God. There was a job opening, Zimmer Radio Group in mid-Missouri. And my parents were getting to that age. It's kind of like streetlights coming on. It's time to come home. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. So you can imagine my excitement. Uh, when uh, when I got the opportunity to do some video interviews with them, you can imagine my disappointment when they said, hey, uh, we've hired somebody else for the job. Uh, and then you can imagine my excitement when six months later they called and said, hey, again. <laughs> he didn't work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Awkward. I, yeah. I remember him, by the way. Yeah. And I remember how excited my dad was because he felt my enthusiasm. And then you can again imagine my disappointment when in August of 2015, I'm coming to the Zimmer Worldwide headquarters in my uh, car with 175,000 miles off of the grindstone, 63 grindstone exit. My car dies. Oh. Engine done. Kaput. It's August. I'm in a suit. I'm, I could throw a rock from where my car broke down to the worldwide headquarters. <laughs> but how sweaty were you by the time you showed up here? I had to call the guy who was interviewing me saying, hey, I'm across the street. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> Horrifying experience. I'm the guy standing there in a suit with his thumb out. And if you can't tell, I really need a job because my car uh, just gave out. <laughs> You're stuck with me. That's awesome. So I came in and... And uh, interviewed and and uh, and got the job, and it was one of the coolest things to have uh, happened in my life. So you can imagine my disappointment today to announce that I'm leaving. Um, wake up, Mid Missouri! I have taken a job with the Missouri Attorney General, Mr. Andrew Bailey, and I am incredibly enthusiastic and excited to be able to serve the folks of Missouri. 
um, just in a different way. Uh, and I think it's important to know in the conversations that I've had with people close um, in my circle, a uh, couple of things I think that are really important. Number one, I was not looking to leave the show. I was not. Uh, this was something that just happened. I was not wanting to leave here, never wanted to leave here. I really didn't. Um, I think it's also uh, important for me um, to say, by the way, the last show will be Friday. So this will be my uh, our final week of shows uh, together. Uh, last show uh, with me on it. The show is going to go on. This is going to be different. Uh, it'll probably be better. <laughs> I just won't be a part of it um, anymore. Um, but what Zimmer and the people here in my immediate life, producer Hannah and Stephanie Bell and John Marsh and Brian Howsworth and the Zimmer Radio Group as a whole, what they have done for me. And what they didn't do to me over the years. <laughs> there were there were a couple times that I got a little worried about you. Yeah, um, they have been some of the most. As a matter of fact, they have they have been without a doubt the most remarkable people I have ever worked for in my entire life, and I will always be eternally grateful um, to everybody uh, here at Zimmer, and I'll be eternally grateful. Uh, to you, cause I think it's been cool, like when we went on in other markets here in Missouri and the, uh, you guys suck and all this. And then a year later to get texts from those same people going, you know what, you guys are pretty good. And that's not me. Uh, that's Stephanie and Hannah and Howsworth and, uh, and Mark. It is, you, it is you, though. It is. Uh, it's, all, it's all of us. So that's just true. wanted to let you know. Okay, what's next? That's an awkward trans. I, 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 <laughs> I, I want to. I want to. I definitely want to. I want to thank you for your service. I I remember when you came on here, um, and just did a fabulous job. Um, I thought the previous host. I'm just going to say it was obnoxious, rude, and he was. And that's why he didn't wasn't around very much. I mean, and you brought a breath of fresh air into this radio station and have done a fantastic job. And I am thrilled for your opportunity. I am thrilled for your opportunity. But I know the listeners, on, on, I, I know they feel the same way. Very sad, but happy for you. Well, there's some that won't. For example, the guy who nominated us, uh, or nominated me for Loser of the Week last week, which actually we appreciated. We actually appreciated the guy's text, but he nominated us for uh, Losers of the Week because he didn't like our take on the teacher in Missouri who's on OnlyFans. So that guy might have a differing opinion than you. No, I... I have to ask because I know that there are several wake up family members that have this same question right now. Will you have to wear real shoes at the AG's office? <laughs> so when I spoke with Mr. Bailey, there were several things we talked about and <laughs> uh and that was uh top top three was do I can I wear flip flops <laughs> while serving the citizens of Missouri in this capacity in the office of the attorney uh, general. And I think they gave me an answer. I don't know if I heard it clearly. Because I'm still fudging on it in my mind. I think that's him calling in right now to remind you. No, the texts are already rolling in from the listeners. Tracy says, congratulations, congratulations, Brandon, but thanks for making me cry. Melissa says, congratulations, Brandon, but say it ain't so. You are going to be so missed. Teresa says, I'm in tears. I didn't, I didn't quite know if Houseworth was going to make it through that first. And I think we kind of have an ongoing bet of who's going to cry first. Yeah, we, might have to, we might save the tears for Friday, but so far we were doing okay today. It, we are, but it, it's just, those, those are just some of the texts, and that's just fantastic. Um, 
And just, uh, again, I just, as a listener, I went to the courthouse Friday to the uh, sentencing, by the way, that took eight and a half, nine hours. Um, but in my car and just listening to the show, it's different than sitting in this chair and how good it sounds. Um, that's, I'm going to miss you. But, and it's still going to be a very, but the show is still incredible. It's just going to be a little bit different. All right, coming up. <laughs> so last show is Friday. Let's move on to the next thing. Morning Bell coming up five minutes from now. It is a holiday worth celebrating, and we are <laughs> not, not <laughs> awkward transition, but Hannah did note that we're all wearing black today. Were we yeah. in like a somber mood or something? I don't know. This uh, has nothing to do with Brandon, um, so we're going we're gonna to make this. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 45, time for the morning bell business news with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. I think Biden is on the stump today again, going to tout Bidenomics still. The markets, <laughs> uh, if you've looked at your stuff lately, it's not great. The markets are in the red this morning. Almost uh, all three of the futures that we typically look at are almost half a percent down. Um, so not great. And it was an awkward transition, but we are celebrating a holiday today, not a holiday related to Brandon's and big announcement, but um, a holiday that I think Hannah will be really excited to celebrate today. Probably not, but continue. It is officially National Croc Day today. Gross. <laughs> By the way, Scott Fawn, Missouri uh, Times, host TV show, Swiggy Missouri Politics. His daughter, Millie, who's a huge fan of what's hot with Hannah. She was the one largely responsible for getting us on time with that. She came in with Scott while he was here earlier today talking about the Secretary of State race and things like that. We stand up to take a picture, and Millie, Scott Fawn's 14-year-old <laughs> daughter, saw my feet and her reaction. Ew. <laughs> She was horrified that she could see your feet. Seriously horrified. I mean, I don't blame her, but... Which is why you should just wear Crocs. You <laughs> you know, I think the AG's office said you have to wear closed-toed shoes. You should ask about, you know, a pair of dress Crocs, because to celebrate National Croc Day, they are out with the new Croc cowboy boot. I think it runs... No. Oh, yeah. You got to Google oh. it. It's black. It's actually cute. It comes with the little... I call them charms, but I think Crocs calls them gibbets, and they're like little share stars and other stuff. They've actually got like a spur on the back. Um, they're black. They've got designs. They're really cute. I, they're way better than those Crocs with heels that they came out with a while ago. But a little history um, and some more info about Crocs. Uh, so it's today, October 23rd, National Crocs Day. They're celebrating Croctober. This is very exciting. Um, they were originally designed in 2022 for the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. The shoes were such a hit. Um, that now, <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Three hundred million pairs of Crocs have been uh, sold, um, and I'm not surprised that they are. And they're in the news here locally today as well. Oh, yeah, we've heard that. So they, um, I think we got fact checked on that potentially. But the uh, the Crocs. So I'm not surprised that they were started as a boat shoe. I that's when I I like to wear them at the river at the lake. I think they're a really good water shoe. Um, they did. Uh, Crocs actually have found their way into politics in so the first croc was 2002 well, yeah they're full of holes hmm. croc. what a croc <laughs> crocs get presidential in 2007 george w bush was spotted wearing crocs with socks later michelle obama and her daughters wore crocs um and now 
Uh, again, they're celebrating with his cowboy boot. Crocs got a heel in 2018. I don't think that went over. What, was it Balenciaga? It was some sort of fancy brand that um, was really about that. Crocs also has made a golf shoe in the past. I didn't. I don't think I ever saw the Crocs golf shoe. Um, I recently visited a local Crocs store, and I am now the proud owner of three additional pairs of Crocs with the gibbets, the charm things, which I didn't. I've never had before for my kiddos, obviously. Um, not for myself. I kind of wanted to get some. Now, Stephanie, you would wear these Croc <laughs> cowboy boots and tuck your jeans into them, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. Ugh. They're cute, though, right? No, they're hideous. No, they're cute. We I... got sent a, like, a little meme a couple weeks ago from a wake-up family member, and it said, the holes in Crocs are for all your, uh... oh, shoot, what was it? It was for all of your pride and, like, dignity to seep out. <laughs> you cannot convince me otherwise. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. In the past month, the price is down 40 cents per gallon. Well, that's Trilby Lindbergh. She knows what's up when it comes to gas and oil prices. Gas prices in uh, Missouri are down. Most expensive counties for gasoline right now, uh, Cole Boone County for Missouri. Of course. Um, still down. There is a county in Missouri that has gasoline for under three bucks a gallon. Road trip. That's right. Vernon County, Missouri, Southwest Missouri, two ninety eight a gallon. Uh, welcome to the show. Let's wake up mid Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. John Marsh. Yep. Ryan Halsworth is here. My name is Brandon Rathert. There's producer Hannah. Hello. Glad you could be here. Um, snoozing. You hit the snooze on your alarm. Uh, I mean, when it goes Let me off, ask you this. How many times do you hit the snooze on your alarm in the morning? Usually only once, but I set four alarms to, like, ease myself into waking up. So I, does that count <laughs> as hitting snooze? Steph? All the time. Yeah. Like once, twice, just bleh, At least. whatever. Um, Marsh, what, uh, what about you? Do you hit the snooze when the alarm goes off? At uh, I've been uh, doing the oh, dark 30 thing for so long I beat the alarm. Every day. Yeah, it just gets... Oof, not me. Just to reset it. Yeah, and unfortunately, it happens on weekends, too. <laughs> yeah, Saturday. precisely. As a matter of fact, for the parade Saturday, man, I was I was excited to do the homecoming parade with Stephanie Bell on Saturday, and I'm like, uh, oh, man, it's 2 o'clock, and, and, uh, and I'm up. So, a study shows that hitting snooze for a short... Because I heard this, and I actually heard it from another morning show in the building. Uh, I think it was from Shags, from KCMQ. It's like one of those music stations, Don't no doubt. Don't give right. him credit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do not get up at 2 in the morning, by the way. <laughs> um, but said something that snoozing is actually uh, harmful. Or not harmful, but n not ideal. Because you get up, you snooze, and then when you get up, because you're getting up again, I don't know, 5, 10 minutes later, um, you're still tired. The next five minutes of sleep has done you no good. And he suggested, and I have since over the past eight years, utilized his advice. Um, That's I, scary. <laughs> never use the snooze button uh, after that. And it's like, I had a friend when we were, we, uh, by the way, our, our family meeting this morning, 810, announced that I'm going to be leaving the show. The final week of shows for me here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Mid Wake Up Mid-Missouri is going to continue show is going to go on and just be uh, different. I've taken a job with the Attorney General's office. I'm excited about that. I'm disheartened at having to leave. Not having to, but leaving Zimmer because I love Zimmer. Um, but my, I asked Stephanie because she says, are you ready to do this? And I'm like, I guess. And I asked her. Uh, I said, any thoughts? Any advice? And she said, rip the band-aid off. And that's how I look at it when Let it comes. Let it rip, tear, chip. 
<laughs> uh, that's how I look at it when it comes to hitting the snooze. So in the morning, I don't think anybody likes getting up in the morning unless you're eight years old and it's Christmas morning. Nobody likes to get up early in the morning. Um, so that's my take on it. Yeah, just rip the band-aid so off. Brandon's going to start sleeping in till three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are times over the years, if for some reason, like if we have a lot of the show, and that was the hard thing about planning this show is you can do some prep the day before. You can get gas and stuff like that. But with an evolving news cycle and trying to figure out what does this mean and stuff, uh, it is like getting up every morning and doing a final exam to make sure you understand what it is that you're talking about. And sometimes I even hit the mark. Mm. Um, but folks uh, in my personal circle that have, uh, said, boy, so you're going to have like an eight to five job? Now that's got to be great. I like having my afternoons free so I can <laughs> go to the gym and go out and have lunch <laughs> with my friend. I like going to the grocery store when nobody else is there. I like going to a doctor's appointment and not having to take time off of work to have to to uh, to do that. Fight in the morning rush in the traffic. I have not driven. Oh, yeah, in- have fun with that tri level, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was telling him earlier. <laughs> I was telling him before the show this morning that uh, five o'clock rush hour in Jefferson City is no joke. Yeah. At tri-level's a real, it's a, it's a mess, and hopefully Congressman Graves will be able to get get some federal funding, because it's badly needed. Is that karma, as much as we've talked about the tri-level <laughs> Maybe, maybe here. a little bit. Guess what? Now you're going to start passing it twice a day in rush hour traffic. <laughs> well, and you got to worry about the bridge, too. That clogs up anytime there's a little fender bender. And parking. Thank you for the encouragement, friend. <laughs> We're very happy for you. Absolutely. On the up, no, but also, we hope you suffer. Side, yeah. On a selfish side, Brian and I got an insider at the AG's office now. Well, and and I'm it'll be it'll be good. Um, it, it's just I agree, but I'm I'm very happy. But it'll be a good a good week. You handle it very well. Thank you. Uh, by the way, while you're driving to work, you know, we had this law that went into effect regarding, uh, we call it texting and driving, mm-hmm. but really it's distracted driving, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know nobody's going to really pay attention to it. As a matter of fact, officials know this because it's like, well, we're not going to enforce it right away. We're going to enforce it starting in January Actually, of 2025. 20 25, exactly. <laughs> so Mark, tw- and, but, and I want to preface everything I'm about to say with texting and driving is a bad idea. And I know this because I do it. And I'm like, man, that was dumb. This is not This is not good and highly discouraged. I don't want you to think I'm being flippant about it. But is is anybody since this law went into effect, what was it, October 1st? August 28th. August 28th. 20th. Has anybody... I was close. You were close. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody... Oh, technically, it's against the law now. I'm going to quit texting and driving. Or are you doing this? Are you trying to be even more discreet about it? And it's getting more dangerous. There's an article recently in the Missourian, and they quoted somebody in law enforcement saying, that's what's happening is now we're just trying to be more discreet about it. And it's worse. Yeah, I talked to Patrick McKenna. Uh, it would have been late September. They had a big press, a big um, event uh, over at the Holiday Inn Select in Columbia. And he absolutely clarified, then, and the Highway Patrol did as well, that they're doing warnings right now until January of 2025. Um, to your point, I, I can't speak for listeners. I hope they can text us a call. But I will tell you this, August 28th, the day that law took effect... I was with my mother. She needed to go to a couple of doctors, and we were in St. Louis County. The day the law took effect, there were at least, 
anywhere from 100 to 150 cars on the road from Florissant all the way to Chesterfield where she went to the doctor. It may have been higher than that that were pulled over that day. They weren't given tickets, although you'd think they were. They were giving giving warnings, and they were in every municipality. I tend to think those people probably, after being warned, and the fine is very significant. It's hundreds of dollars um, once this law takes effect. Um, I tend to think they will, but it is, it's a very serious issue because of what happened in Columbia, mm-hmm. just down the street on Grindstone. A woman video, I believe she was video chatting. They talked about it, and... Uh, Hit a guy, and it based on what Patrick McKenna and the people at Modot said, he was thrown 130 feet after being hit. She had it's just just horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anybody adjusted their texting and driving habits? Send us a text. I I have. I I I, I since I, the law went into effect, I, already before. It's okay. it's just I I'm not big about it. If I'm going to have to, I'm going to pull over where it's safe. Yeah. Well, but then I was just out in Vegas looking at that, and I was in one of those Polestar cars, you know, and I was admiring it, and it had a big screen, and I'm like, wow, this is so great. It was an EV. And he was like, yeah, you can watch YouTube on this screen, and you can, you know, do all these other streaming things. And so, like, what are we doing here? I mean, if we're saying you can't use your phone, but you're now, a lot of these cars are basically driving a computer screen anyway, I assume that doesn't, like, disengage when you're... I don't, uh, and I'm with you. Is on that, that also one, illegal, Steph? Because it's distracted driving. But I think if you look at the nuts and bolts of the law, John, it says handheld communications um, device, and I start thinking like an attorney, even though I'm not one. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, could I say, well, my phone? It's not a communications device. I can't call or text. All it does is it plays uh, Farmville or whatever, <laughs> or Candy Crush or whatever. It's not a communications device. Could I successfully argue that? Um, in a court of law, but I'm with, so those, the, the, and I, I don't have a car. My car is almost as old as producer Hannah is. So I don't have a computer screen thing in there. As a matter of fact, whenever I want to back up or change lanes, you know what I have to do to back up? <laughs> I have to look in the rear view mirror. Uh, or sometimes I even have to turn my neck. Oh, you poor thing. It's horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Thanks, Joe Biden. If it weren't for Joe Biden, I could afford a car where I could drive and not have to turn my neck around. It's to, hard to go in uh, reverse. But yeah, those the, the, the computers that come in these cars anymore, it, like that would seem to be uh, just as distracting. I've read the law and in uh, in it's it's it also it, it it doesn't specifically say te- people apparently based on based on this conference I was at people have been using their feet to text um, on a phone. I don't know how how you do that, how you hit the button with a foot, but apparently they do that. That's also illegal if you're driving. There are exceptions. I don't. I don't remember a movie, and I've read the bill. I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember a movie uh, watching a movie in the car being specifically addressed. But there are exceptions. I think it was. Yeah, I think video watching a video or a movie was that, part of the bill. That would. And again, it may have been phrased differently. It makes sense because they talked about the the lady here in Columbia. But the the thing I know is it has exceptions for like tow truck drivers or anybody. If they have to report an accident, you can tech. You and can law enforcement and law enforcement. So yes, if if you see an accident, even under the law, and you need to call it in to get them help, you're you're allowed to do it. So there are there are gray areas. But uh, just use your best judgment. But for sure right now, warning period for the rest of this year and the rest of all 12 months of next year. Yeah, and please be careful because, and again, and I see, man, especially how often you see somebody in front of you, they start to switch lanes or what have you. And more often than not, when I'm paying attention to them instead of the road, I'm like, look, man, 
Uh, they are texting. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. This is a different kind of family reunion happened over the uh, weekend. Uh, happened in Columbia. Actually happened at Twin Lakes Recreation Area. It was a big old uh, family reunion involving a litter of Labradors, Golden Labradors. Aww. Yeah, so 11, 11 years old. The litter was born October 15th 2012. One chocolate, six yellow, four black labs. Uh, they were uh, brought to the shelter by a breeder, Jennifer Murphy. This is a story in the Missourian. Pretty neat story. Volunteered for her Second Chance Organization in 2012. Wanted to help the labs. Um, she took the yellow labs at six weeks old to foster in her home. Uh, eventually, the puppies were adopted around the Christmas season, giving the litter its unique uh, name. They're called the Second Chance Christmas Labs, and apparently is what they do then is every year they get together for their birthday and they do a family reunion for dogs. Somebody who loves dogs, I think it's really, uh, really cool, especially that it's been going on since 2012. We're talking 11 years now. Thought that was sweet. Steph, you got anything for leftovers? I do. We heard some um, news from the U.S. Supreme Court about Missouri's big lawsuit, Missouri v. Biden. That was the social media lawsuit. There was some success. Um, and that lawsuit was actually originally filed by uh, then Attorney General Eric Schmidt, continued by our current Attorney General. Of course, it went to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and they actually issued basically an injunction saying, hey, Biden administration, you, know, you can't be talking to the social media companies about all this stuff. The Supreme Court lifted that and basically stayed the lower court's ruling, so now they can converse, but also uh, will be hearing the um, appeal and basically doing so in an expedited manner. So um, Missouri headed to the U.S. Supreme Court. So that's so. Is that kind of the big thing? Is the Supreme Court saying, "Yeah, we're going to hear this. Uh, we're going to hear this case," mm -hmm. uh, which I think is uh, fascinating when you think about it. The allegation is uh, the Biden administration. Remember, First Amendment and government can interfere with your, your right to free speech. And so when the president goes and his staff goes and tells these social media companies, hey, you should take that down. Hey, you shouldn't do that. Seems like a violation of the First uh, Amendment. Marsh, what you got for leftovers? Well, I think you guys have heard it in the news stories all day, but it's been one year since the Wooldridge fire burned up, what, like 3,000 acres and a couple of dozen buildings there. And a lot of the folks who stuck around, unfortunately, didn't have insurance on their property. And they're still still hurting. I know there are fund drives set up in Wooldridge. If you'd like to help out, we can point you in the right direction. Yeah, and I don't know if you ever had the opportunity to go through Wooldridge, but a very uh, tiny community. So you can imagine the fire a year ago, the devastation uh, that it had, not just on the buildings and stuff, but on the people there. That will uh, change it. Producer Hannah, you got anything here for leftovers this morning? I am seeing that our news has already made the Como Good, Bad, and Ugly Facebook page. Go <laughs> uh, us. So we had a family meeting at 810 this morning. If you're a listener to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, you're part of the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family. And hope you join. hopefully you join us for our family meeting, 810. Announce Wake Up Mid-Missouri is going to be changing. This is my last week of shows. I'm going to be, uh, my last show will be Friday. The show with... Uh, Stephanie and Marsh and Halsworth, producer Hannah, the show is going to continue. I just will no longer be a part of it. So the Como, good, bad, ugly, which part of that did it make? Mix it? That's, that's my first question, John. Uh, I mean, it... they're saying right on. Good. We're glad it, it's fine. Seriously, because I know there's going to be some there'll be some folks. Hey, it's a mixed hey. bag. I'll say that <laughs> mixed bag. 
<laughs> well, how about that? Uh, I wanted to pass. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, Janae Edmondson, I don't know if that name rings a bell um, for anybody. She was, in effect, tragic accident uh, earlier this year in St. Louis. She was the young lady who came to visit uh, to visit the Show Me State, St. Louis specifically, for a big volleyball tournament, along with thousands of other folks. And she was a young lady who was uh, she was hit by uh, hit by a car, uh, had a double amputation. That was really one of the things. That's not the thing because Kimberly Gardner, the former prosecutor of St. Louis, she was already in a downward spiral. She was circling the drain, and this kind of cemented it because she her inability. This guy that wrecked the car should have never been on on the street so that's how you might recognize the name janae edmondson uh she is now 18 years old she was 17 years old when this accident happened earlier but last week the now 18 year old walked without crutches at a friday night football game at her old high school in Smyrna, Tennessee. This is according to her mother, who passed along the story to KSDK. That is the NBC television affiliate in St. Louis. Uh, and by the way, they do have a GoFundMe campaign. It's Pray for Janae. Last check. So they had a goal of about nine hundred grand, but they raised more than eight hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. And incidentally, there was a. Um, study, I think it's University of Toronto, and they monitor downtowns and how downtowns are doing uh, and how they are recovering since the government pandemic of 2020. Um, and very for big cities, I think it's like, I don't know, 50 to 60 cities on this list. Um, St. Louis is dead last 